You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall Guy. Fall Guy. Fall Guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. On this holiday show, you'll hear oh, some holiday music this week. We've also got some surprise artists that will be making their appearance on this very program. Scott Casper with you. To my left, as always, uh, Tony Wink is joining us. Uh, Roman Avila back in studio. P.J. Duran on his way into the studio. Tony, you have a very special guest introduced. Yeah, I got a, a Jesse Guest in studio with me. It was kind of a surprise to me, actually, that he was in town, but he's originally a, a Winterset local boy. And... Uh, we got Jess Brayton on hold, and he was actually around when Brayton was an amateur racing in winter set. Oh, that's he was, cool. He was down there helping me out, and every once in a while, he, he's pretty sneaky about when he tells me he's in town because I always have find something for that I, that I need him to do uh, <laughs> at the track. So um, it's pretty cool. It's off season, off season right now, obviously. But uh, Jesse Guest, you uh, you can pull the microphone over there. You um, and then you have to hit the on button there to talk. But you are in the military. Yes. I uh, work as a flight medic in the uh, Air Force. So you're here for some some uh, R&R. Triple, triple King's X secret stuff you can't talk about, I assume. Correct? You can go ahead and bend that right up to meet your mouth, if you would. Uh, you no, just uh, down for a little uh, uh, rest and uh, time away. 10-4. R&R. Oh. That's what we call it. It's also called <laughs> research. <laughs> <laughs> all right uh, so we've got some great guests booked on the show we did have originally james the rocket rispoli uh james has suffered some type of an injury we're not going to get into it until we see the actual release from his team but uh, we'll rebook him after the holidays uh, because uh, next week and the week after we will have best of shows Maybe as a surprise to Jack, our executive producer, Jack DeLeon, we'll have best of shows the next two next two weeks. And yes, then sir. after that, we'll be back at, uh, back at it. Jeremy Martin is also inked the deal, by the way. Uh, but because of an injury that was not healing correctly, he will miss the 2019 season. Uh, in its entirety, we understand. Now, the injury was initially sustained in a crash at the Tennessee National earlier this year, but it wasn't healing correctly, so it's uh, back to the drawing board, as it were. We wish Jeremy Martin all the uh, success in the world and a quick and speedy, correct type of recovery. Tony? I'm uh, but no surprise because we've seen Chad Reed with the JGR thing, Weston Pike getting hurt. Uh, he did sign a contract here, so he's, he's – uh, once again, uh, on a team, factory-supported team, and he'll be on the line in 2019. Well, they the good news is the same doc that did uh, uh, Ken Roxon's surgery out in, uh, what, in Vail, Colorado, is doing the same surgery, or excuse me, he's the same doc performing the surgery for Jeremy. So Jeremy's got hands. a long road to hoe there. Yeah, no, no doubt. All right, uh, Tony, uh, fill in our guests with uh, who's on the program before we go to a quick uh, news and brief and breaking news. Let's go for it. Yeah, Justin Brayton is going to be on. He's uh, just back from his world tour, which he pretty much won everything. So, <laughs> uh, JB10 is is a buddy of ours, obviously a local guy. We've had him on a bunch. Andy Debrino is going to be on. Debrino has a ton of stool, uh, cool stuff that he's done this year. He's a 2018 Roland Sands Design Super Hooligan National Champion, but he's a motocrosser, 
flat tracker, road racer. He's done a ton of stuff. We right. had him scheduled last week. We had a mix-up on the phone number, so he's on. Nick McFadden's going to be on, who's a very fast road racer. Um, he is. Uh, he raced the Super Sport class last year. And then uh, Max Gersten, who is a, an enduro cross guy who we've had on before, he's a good guest and a, a better rider. Um, by the way, this portion of our show brought to you by our friends only because they are our friends. Number one, I will tell you that Racer X, right now you can save a ton of money. Nine ninety eight dollars uh, uh, will get you a annual subscription and a free 2019 calendar. So that's pretty cool. Breaking news with Roman Avila. Roman, give me a couple hot spots. Uh, <clears throat> well, uh, I don't know how many of our listeners probably know this, but, uh, Stefan Everts was, uh, contracted malaria on a trip that he had and he was in critical condition in the, in, uh, Europe and, uh, now he's, uh, been released and is in good health again, but, uh, it was pretty scary for a little while. Um, other than that, there's not a ton of breaking news right now. You guys already covered the Jeremy Martin thing. Uh, and Chad Reed, those were... Well, we really didn't touch on Chad Reed. Well, no. The, so Chad's been with the team for uh, quite a while now, testing, and he obviously raced the last national uh, for Weston, uh, but then he raced this offseason, raced in Australia, raced in New Zealand, uh, where he actually won and beat Brayton. Um, but... Um, it's going to be just, like that, is it? Just last names between you and JB? Well, no, I wish it would be. That'd be sweet. But yeah, maybe Tony and and Justin. But uh, yeah, uh, the writing was on the wall though. With Weston getting hurt in Paris, this was just—I mean, it was going to happen. HEP Motorsports uh, Suzuki has also announced that they've added Kyle Chisholm uh, for 2019. We'll get into that perhaps in the open segment a little later on in the program. Glad you're with us. Uh, our producers, Jack and Leanne DeLeon, Chris Bishop, and Tommy Boy Halverson contributing to the very program. We go to our very first guest, and, uh, this is our last live show of the year. So it's only appropriate that we have the guy who has the, the, uh, the position of being the most tenured individual of any guest on this program. Uh, he's been out now 97 times. <laughs> Probably. Yeah. So he does uh, come back to us. JB, Justin Brayton. Justin, how are you? 97 times. 97. That's pretty good. Yeah. I mean, all I got is a pair of shoes. Hey, I so know, there it is. Right? <laughs> hey, At least you, you got the shoes. You, I did. <laughs> yeah. And they're still white. Thank you. Um, let's talk a bit about your world tour because, uh, you know, I, I, I was just so grateful that you not only went to Australia, you, you did well in Australia. And uh, I think silencing perhaps some of those guys that are on the fence between being a critic and being a fan. Dominated. We, yeah, we've been fans for a long time. We're no Johnny Come Lately when it comes to Justin Brayton. But um, how are you making the plans to and, and for what events and races that you will be attending around, uh, well, around the world? Yeah, so this year was, was really busy, obviously from January to May. I raced the Supercross here in the States and then uh, took the summer off, came back home to winter set and, and uh, did our fun race that, that we do back there, which was fun with, with Tony and, and the crew. And um, and then, yeah, I go to Australia. I get to take the family from September to uh, middle to end of November and uh, do their five race series over there, which uh, I was able to win for the third time in a row this year. I won three out of the five races and then uh, – yeah, then, then it was it just it was on from there. 
the the following weekend. So I raced Sydney one weekend, Australia. The very next weekend, I was in Paris, France. The very next weekend after that, I was in Auckland, New Zealand. And the very next weekend after that, I was in Geneva, Switzerland. What's that? I had one what, what kind of off. Jeremy? What, what? And then I was in Italy last weekend. So well, that, it's been wide open. Yeah, that makes it even worse. What, what uh, when it comes time for jet lag and and trying to keep your body on somewhat of a normal clock? What's that like for you? Uh, it's pretty tough. I mean, you for me being somewhat of a veteran, I I'm good at I guess planning my flights and planning the timing of stuff. So I try and book night flights where you can sleep a little bit and you hopefully land in the morning. And, and, um, it's really tough though. When you're doing that, those time zones, it's just like sleep when you need to sleep. And, uh, when it's time to race, you line up on the gate and do the best you can. And, um, but I will say it, it really wasn't that bad on paper. It looks terrible. <laughs> it looks frightening. It, it, uh, seems like you wouldn't sleep at all, but, and I slept really good on the airplanes, which I know I don't normally. Um, and yeah, thankfully it, it was it was really good. I was able to win several of those races uh, uh, there for a while. I our Australia trip actually this year was a little rougher than normal. I, I was um, well, actually we, the day we landed, my wife got pneumonia, and then I got it about uh, three or four weeks later, and and um, then throw in the flu and a couple head colds, and then a uh, about with uh, bronchitis to finish our trip it was it was pretty tough so there's a couple races in there where literally it was just survival and uh especially the last one in australia and the one in new zealand was just was pure survival so um yeah thankfully got through it got some race wins and i finished off strong with a win in switzerland and a win in italy uh this past weekend so feeling good i saw a couple uh Couple of pics from Duff of you uh, falling asleep pretty quick on a plane <laughs> not too long ago. Thanks, Duff. Yeah, yeah. He's like, yeah. Hey, I'll take as much sleep as I can get on airplane. <laughs> you remember uh, when Ambien? Yeah. Everybody thought it was going to be the miracle drug for people who would go coast to coast and suffer greatly from from uh, sleep deprivation and, and the time change. Remember when that happened? We all found out what Ambien was all about. Right? <laughs> Did they still prescribe that? Yeah, oh. it was a prescribed. Yeah. Do they still use it though? You know, I think they do, which is oh, weird. That's you know? crazy. Because the that one thing that it says right on the label, but when have you ever known me to follow directions? Do not <laughs> mix with alcohol. <laughs> Whoops. <laughs> There's a picture of me laying out very comfortably in front of the fire. So, Brayden, uh, <laughs> we were watching, uh, we went and rode a track in Missouri this weekend. It was really warm here. Yeah. And uh, I got my Sprinter van all fixed up. It's got a 32 inch big uh, TV in it. And so it's hooked up to the internet, and we're we're going down the road, and I think we watched Italy. Yeah, I'm going I, down. Yeah, I put up the Torino highlights. Yeah, and it's funny that track though. It's arena funny. Cross. It was arena cross style track. There, I don't even know how they call it supercross. It was like a practice track arena cross. It seemed really <laughs> narrow on TV. And it, it was pretty soft, wasn't it? Yeah, all of the above. You guys hit the nail on the head with everything you just said. Um, it was quite interesting. One of the most interesting tracks I've ever ridden uh, with the start. You kind of went around some jumps, and it was pretty confusing. But um, yeah, that's what I thought. How did how did you yeah. how do you memorize that track? Because it was like you couldn't run for the head head to head. That you could it seemed like you could only have two guys on what, it. Because yeah, what was your lap times? Um, I believe it was uh, high twenties. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So it was. <laughs> 
it was pretty short. That's um, quick. That, I love that. Like that's right up my my wheelhouse, and yeah. it was fun to have Steely there. He's a good good buddy of mine, and and uh, we've ridden together for years, so it was fun to have some good battles with him. And well, and it's good uh, for him to get back into it after that injury that he incurred in Supercross, and kind of let him get his get that feeling back of yeah you know. yeah for sure he did the one in geneva as well and um yeah he, he's coming back from a big injury and good for him to get some gate drops before you got a race with here in a couple weeks with uh chad reed and and uh i know he, he maybe got a little lucky on that one when it was a mud race whatever but uh um but maybe not i would never bet against chad reed but i am surprised that he's he was the pick for JGRMX this year. Were, were you, or, or do you think that's a good fit? I mean, I know he's been riding a Suzuki, but you know he filled in and had a good ride there at the end of outdoors. But it, to me, it just seems like there's a lot of Dean Wilsons and those kind of guys out there that would be available. Yeah, I mean, you're right. You can never count Chad out, and especially as soon as you do count him out, it's like he wins a race, or he's, right. he's, he's just does something that you don't think you can do and um i feel like it's a pretty good fit i mean anytime you can have a name like that and i mean it's a great marketing strategy from jgr side right i mean he's sure. probably one of the most marketable guys you can have he's got a great social media following uh probably got the longest autograph line out of anyone at the races and yep and honestly he can still get it done the race in new zealand although i was under the weather and didn't feel like i could race at, at my highest level he was he was riding good or i can't take anything away from him it was muddy but he's he's a good rider he's chad reed he's a supercross champion so um people talk about age quite a bit but you know i'm nipping at his heels only only two years yeah um really a year and a half younger than him and and i know how good i feel so if he feels as good as as i do or as you know for him anyway he'll be good you know, like we said, you can't count them out. So, um, it's cool. They actually, uh, just moved up here to North Carolina, not too far from us. So sure we'll spend some time together him and his family and, and my family. So yeah, it'll be cool to have him around and, and, um, always cool to have him at the races. So Justin, from now on, you're, are you hanging out at club and you're riding there until a one or what's your program like? Yeah. So I got back from Italy on, uh, on Sunday. Uh, kind of rested a little bit yesterday and and then today I was back down at club tomorrow I'll be down at club and then uh, my family will fly in here for for Christmas so I, I won't be coming home this year with just all the traveling I've done I basically said to my parents like hey you guys want to come here this year because <laughs> I've just been on an airplane so much so uh yeah so I'll enjoy some family time this weekend and then um I'll head out to Anaheim on January 1st so I'll ride my race bike that week kind of shake that down and then and then we'll go racing but pretty much every week i'll fly back and forth I, I just like to to be home and in my environment with my family and and uh sleep in my own bed during the week and then get to ride uh club mx which i think is the best the best tracks in the world so um yeah i'll stick to my program that that i did last year and seem to work all right and hopefully build on it and uh yeah and match what we did but did last year maybe even better at and you're uh you're so you're back with the or still with the the uh smart top motor concepts team right yeah, that's correct yeah everything's going to stay the same from team bike uh gear everything is is uh 
just like last year. And so, um, Justin, when you when you go out to California and you do the shakedown on the race bike and, and you go out and ride, do you use the Honda test track or do you have to go to uh, some of the other tracks that are available in Southern California? No, I'm pretty fortunate to be able to ride the, the Honda test track. Those guys have been awesome to me. And and um, so, yeah, I'll, I'll go out there, ride the Honda test track two days, and then we'll have press day on, on Friday, which is a lot of a lot of media and and uh, interviews and stuff, which will be cool. And then race Anaheim, and then I'll fly back to Charlotte on Sunday. And but yeah, whenever I'm out there, I pretty much always always ride the Honda track, unless we want to try somewhere different, just to test some different settings or or whatever we want to try. We might try a different track, but um, most of the time it's the Honda track. Who would be your mechanic this year? Uh, Aaron Rosek. So he worked for Weimer last year. And uh, he's worked for me at a, at a couple of the overseas races, and then Duff will be my my practice mechanic, and and then if we if I decide to go back to Australia and do all that again, Duff will be my my race mechanic. So sure. kind of back and forth. It's it's actually awesome to still have Duff involved, and and uh, but yeah, Aaron Mosrek will be my race mechanic for uh, American Supercross. Is uh, is Duff going to be involved with the new uh, Club MX Traders Racing? outfit at all do you know yeah i think they're working on it um i know mcadoo really wants him to work for right. him to be awesome we kind of got the iowa triangle yeah going and exactly it was really cool to have mcadoo and he won uh, he he came to australia and won and then yeah he went to paris as well and in geneva so he got second in paris and then he won prince he won and you were geneva. king so, and speak yeah, of, speak neat. about it's that a, now you're mr five time king in yeah, geneva that was awesome to go to yeah, so in Geneva, Switzerland, uh, was able to win that Supercross, which is it's either the oldest or second oldest or longest running Supercross in the world. And um, so, yeah, I'm the winningest rider of all time with with five wins there. And um, it's actually pretty crazy. I was looking at some stats the other day. Um, the, the Supercross here has a stat sheet on on me, and and then I was just reminiscing on old times and it just seems like I'm getting started. It's so weird, but I've raced so much and had so many starts and just thinking about some of the wins I've had around the world and thinking about, I mean, the list of guys that I've kind of joined with, uh, with here in the States and, and worldwide, it's pretty crazy to, to really sit back and, and think about what I've been able to achieve. And because sometimes when you're in it, you don't really, get to enjoy it that much but i will say the past couple of years of my career i've really kind of sat back and really taken it all in and enjoyed every moment and um and i think that's why i've had more success is you just really take every day as it comes and and enjoy the moments and um so yeah it's been pretty neat so yeah to be able to do that is um pretty special and the list of guys that have raced there and raced there multiple times it's pretty neat to to see my name next to some of my heroes we were talking you you and i were talking oh man two three years ago and uh, on the phone i remember i was sitting in my truck and you were you were asking me how long should i keep going you think and i was like i don't know you you only you can answer that and you've accomplished so much since we had that conversation it's incredible to me that that you can how do you do that justin how have you how have you considered how have you continued to improve and i think and and maybe i'm wrong but it seems to me like you've you have you've refined your craft more in the last three years than you had for several seasons 
Yeah, I think there's a, a few things, but the biggest thing for me is just how much I enjoy it. Like, there's nothing else. I told my wife, it's been a few weeks ago, but if I could pick anything to do tomorrow morning, I mean, exclude hanging out with some family and, and those types of things, but if I could do anything, I would want to go ride my motorcycle. And, and seriously, over any vacation, over any, yeah, it's just something that I love so much. And, um, and I think when you get older, you appreciate things more. And then I really think going supercross only has let me, let me have some, have some downtime during the summer and, and enjoy my family and, and get to be a dad and get to be a husband and, and, um, get to be a friend because there's during the season, you don't really get to do those things. I know it sounds crazy, but it's just 24 seven race, race, race. And you're constantly trying to work on your craft and work on your mental strength and work on your fitness and. And that's what I've done my whole life. And I think the past three years, I've really got to take a, a back seat and think, all right, how can I get better next year? And, and ever since we've had those talks, you know, about when should I be done? I just, there's something inside that it hasn't even crossed my mind. And people have asked even lately, and you're 34, how, how many more years you got in you? I'm like, well, until the young guys start beating me, <laughs> does it really matter? <laughs> right. <laughs> you know, so, um, yeah, I, I just love it. Every day I wake up, I love going riding, and I feel like I really um, study the, the sport and study how people ride, and I've been able to evolve my, my riding technique and things with, with the times, and my bike is great. I mean, the new Honda's awesome. Um, so, yeah, I think there's several different things, but the main thing I always go back to is this is exactly what I want to be doing. There's, there's nothing else that I would pick over, over riding. And thankfully I get to do it at the very highest level and having a season like I did this past year in, in 2018, even the whole year from, from the start at Anaheim one, I mean, just everything was, was, was so good. And, and to be the age I am and to be the oldest rider in history to, to have won a supercross and have my name on that list now. And then to be three time Australian champion and break the record, um, several records at Daytona that night that when I was able to win and then to break the record in Geneva. And, um, it, it's pretty crazy. It really is, but I don't think I'm done at all. I, I seriously think this year I'll break that record again. I, there's, I mean, I just feel like I have more wins in me and I've always said once I get that first one, you know, then, then it's on. And, uh, I really do. I feel like I'm the best I've ever been. And, um, yeah, we'll see, but that, that's that's how I feel. With that win, by the way, Tony, I don't know if, and we are running up against the clock, but with that win, uh, being the oldest guy, he automatically qualified for AARP membership, which is nice. <laughs> that's right. Uh, well, free, I, the free magazine, discounted insurance, yeah. sure. I think what you, what we need to do is is make the tracks half as wide mm-hmm. and put like some over unders on it with without the tabletop, just like you have to and big ones. So you have to really seat bounce out of the corner, and make it, or you're you're like crisscrossing traffic or something. Just something that everybody else will freak out about because you'd be it'd just be something. It, if it would just take everybody out of their element, you would win all of the races. I think. <laughs> yeah, yeah every Jeff time Schultz had a good one he wrote on my social media the other day that we just need to bring in an announcer that doesn't speak english <laughs> it seems like i went all over the world <laughs> pretty much described my, my career didn't it yeah, yeah. <laughs> i mean you you you've definitely made a, a good career out of that for sure yeah 
<laughs> it does sound like your career, Scott. Yeah, Scott. I know. It's, kinda... it's, hey, the great thing is they pay me in cash, so what do I care? Yeah. Justin Brayton has been our guest. Justin, it is the holiday time. And, of course, the news came out today that Penny Marshall, one of the stars of uh, the hit motion picture, uh, A League of Their Own, if you recall, Penny Marshall dead at the age of 71 due to complications from diabetes. Um, I don't know if you're a fan of her hit television show, Laverne and Shirley, but so many people, this is right before cable got big and uh, started being pervasive in people's homes. But uh, were you a fan of Penny Marshall's or the TV show or the movie? Uh, man, I think that's a little before my time, I feel. But uh, to be honest, <laughs> I'm like... I know you're still shy. Really, uh, <laughs> yeah. You're still shy. Yeah, I am. All right, I well, let's, t- let's take you back. I'm not per- much of a TV guy, so... I'm not either. Um, yes, you are. <laughs> I, am I? Okay, just be yeah. watching it? Okay. Yeah, yeah. All right, what happened on this date in history uh, on the 17th? Do you want to go for a, a click there, Tony Wink? You want to take a stab at what happened on the December tw- uh, 17th? Uh, in regards to what? History, history, baby. Um, James Stewart was well, involved. T- today is the 18th. My sister was born. Mm-hmm. James Stewart, um, no clue. James Stewart was banned oh. from racing, if you recall, due to uh, they found what some kind of a – uh, Adderall. Adderall, that was it. So, you know, obviously um, he's back racing again, or at least when he wants to, but uh, it was... Or not uh, at all. Yeah. It's, it That's seems, not going to happen. Yeah. But. And that was Article 10. I don't know. I think he's he coming back. I have, I, have, I have really good sources that say that that uh, no. um, James Shore is going to be on the line mm. uh, the second Tuesday of next week for and, the Supercross. And, and I understand he's going to be racing <laughs> along with the Chad Reed team. Uh, He's so going to be on 125, mm-hmm. the KX 125, pink go. gear. Yep. All right, uh, uh, Justin, who do you want to say a shout-out to when it comes to uh, the holiday uh, message that you want to leave us with? Yeah, of course, always my my friends and family back home in Iowa. I miss, uh, miss being back there, and, and uh, all my, my fans, I appreciate all the support uh, from the great state of Iowa. And, uh, yeah, I hope to see you guys this summer in May. Sounds good, buddy. Congratulations on an outstanding tour, and uh, best of luck to you in this season, okay? Awesome. Thank you. All right. Turn it up, Jack. That's what I'm talking about. do want to wish you and yours a very happy holiday, no matter what a religion. doesn't matter. It's Merry Christmas, Happy Hanukkah, and all of that. The new year coming up, January 1. We'll turn the page. We hope you'll join us as well when we make that big step in the calendar year 2019. P.J. Duran has made his presence felt here in studio. And, of course, Roman Avila here, Scott Casper, Tony Wink, and our very special in-studio guests as well. Eddie Kulenkamp along the way. Jack and Leanne DeLeon producing both radio and Internet. Chris Bishop, Tommy Boy Halverson contributing. We head to the second half of hour number one on the other side of the break. This is Pit Pass. Stay tuned. multi-year flat track racer, former World Land Speed record holder. You're listening to Pit Pass Radio. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, We've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.